o'clock. It's Monday. I look forward to it because Barbara is back in the studio uh, and she's here to tell us what's trending. Bob's Wire. Welcome, Barbara. Good morning. I'm starting with something that brings me such entertainment and excitement. You're looking Speaking. so happy. I know. Was it a good weekend, clearly? And, well, I slept well. I had like some good lucks. With, I, I, wa- I didn't wake up 10 times in the night, which I seem to do in the week. Okay. Anyway, so I'm rested. But of course, this story is just... Elon Musk that keeps no, you up during the week. Well, exactly. We're not talking about him. We're talking about my other favorite guy, which is Donald Trump. So obviously, the story that broke last week was all over the socials, all over the media, um, websites, and that was his, his now infamous mugshot that um, was taken when he went into the Fulton jail and... The, but the story that I'm finding completely entertaining is that his campaign has already made over $7 million putting that mugshot onto various merchandising items and selling it to his fans. And I just think that is such a great, a great uh, turnaround on their part. Well done, Trump campaign. They used, they used the mugshot to be put up. What do you think of the mugshot? Well, he says that he says it was terrible in this this prison. It was a terrible experience, but he also said that it is, you know, he it, it but it what it is what it is. You know, the famous uh, expression. I was treated very nicely, but it is what it is. He said I took a mugshot. I'd never heard the word mugshot. Really, mm. Donald? Uh, they didn't teach me that at the Wharton School of Finance. He told uh, an interview on Fox uh, News <laughs> Digital. He says it wasn't comfortable, but he agreed to do the mugshot. And, um, you know, even though it was very uncomfortable seeing that he's done nothing wrong, this obviously because he was being charged with election interference, which, of course, he doesn't believe he has done anything of the kind. Anyway, uh, what do I think of the mugshot? I mean, he looked grim, did he not? He looked grim, yeah. He looked like he was ready to, I don't know. Explode? Yeah, possibly. But I think... Yeah, but I think the fact that his campaign, official campaign, has put the picture on T-shirts, bumper stickers, I would have thought on mugs, seeing that it's a mug shot, mm. but I don't know if they've done that. I don't and th- think they're that clever. Yeah. <laughs> Within the first day, I think they'd already, on their online site, sold over $4 million worth of merchandising. It's now up to $7 million, probably go up a lot more. I mean, that is a cult that follows him. And um, I think they've made... Uh, What's the word? Lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But I think he's still going to have his hands full in the courts uh, in the lead up to next year. Yep. Okay, so that's Trump. Netflix, tell us about Netflix. Yeah, I've just decided to talk about it because I saw it over the weekend on quite a few sites. And I don't know if people remember that how Netflix began. So in 19, what was it, 1997, I think Netflix started out as a company that rented out DVDs by mail. So if you're living wherever in America, you would um, subscribe and you would um, not go to your local store the way we were doing, but you could get it in the post. I suppose this was to like areas that were far and wide where you wouldn't necessarily have access. And then they pivoted into the Netflix we know, which is a streaming service that is probably one of the most the biggest streaming services in the world. And in fact, it's it's very much almost like the word like Hoover. You know, vacuum cleaners became Hoovers. When you think of streaming, you think Netflix. Anyway, they have finally, and I had no idea they were still sending out DVDs to customers on hire. They have finally pivoted away from shipping DVDs to people for hire. This is the end of an era for them. And I just thought that was kind of interesting from a historical perspective. They're treating the end of the DVD era like a birthday party 
or maybe a funeral. And depending on your point of view, reported Vox News saying that the company has announced it will it will send out its last DVD by mail on September the 29th, a little over 25 years after it sent out its very first one. And, um, you know, it's, it was like a red envelope. It was a very iconic thing. So if you've got one of those, if you live in America and you've got one in your in your home because you've rented one, they're now saying you don't have to return it. <laughs> you can keep it. I suppose people think those are collector's items, which they could be. And not only can you keep the ones you already have that you've rented, they're going to send you 10 for free for you to keep. So I thought that was kind of sweet. I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen to the DVD players. They follow, follow suit on the, on, on the CD players. Exactly. And my other question was, who still would rent? Because people are clearly still using the service, albeit obviously much less. Who would rent DVDs still? I suppose some people in America don't want to be connected to the internet, so they wouldn't stream. Do you know what I mean? They might choose not to. Maybe they live in a rural area and they have a, com- a DVD okay, player. Okay, there's five of them. All five of them. They have a DVD player and they want to watch the new movies, <laughs> so they have to Tarzan. hire by mail a DVD. It is rather odd. It is the end of an era. It, it is, is the end of an icon. era. If you even knew that era was still existing, which a lot of people didn't. And the eras just go so quickly these days. The last story is the end of an even more important era mm. that went viral over the weekend, and that is the end of Nesquik. I mean, I must say, I grew up in a family that bought Cadbury's hot chocolate. We were never a Nesquik family, but I had friends who were big Nesquik family families. They had that... That tin, and then it became a plastic yeah, yeah. bucky of the chocolate Nesquik, and um, but there was other, there were other flavors. There was a strawberry, strawberry. So both it. the chocolate and strawberry are being discontinued. Nestle have announced. They're saying, and this was originally reported in South Africa by News Twenty Four. It's been picked up by all the sites, including us. Um, that Nestle South Africa says that there has been a drop in sales, a lower demand for the product. And so it will no longer be produced in South Africa, so therefore it will be discontinued. They understand, says Nestle, that this may disappoint some consumers. They still continue producing Milo, hot chocolate and cocoa drinks, brands that have shown unbelievable consumer loyalty. But of course the tweets and the social posts, one Twitter user, I mean X, sorry, X formerly known as Twitter, said, Alas, I can't deny it any longer. My prolonged childhood is now truly over. Sorrows, sorrows, prayers. And I do remember quite a few kids that just loved that Nesquik chocolate drink. Yeah. I, I think I got it. Um, I saw I quite a few people well. also posting how their kids used to just only want to drink Nesquik and have grown up now and they're now like 30, whatever, and they eat much more healthy choices. So maybe, you know, there was a sort of, maybe it's also a generational shift mm. for a product that, you know, was popular at a certain point, and now those kids have grown up and they. Goodbye, Nesquik. Goodbye, DVDs. I know, it's the end of an era. What, tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's the things um, trending in social media today. And Barbara helps us to, uh, to keep up on that front on a daily basis, Monday through the th-